From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. As always, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer Pucks Out podcast. Check them out every Tuesday for Singo and Thursday for Bingo. We just got done hosting yet again, and it was another. It was another amazing night uh we had a lot of fun so look forward uh to us you know announcing another date maybe in the next couple months who knows uh but yeah it was a fun time brandon uh, how, how'd you enjoy our uh our bingo night doing great doing great uh and i enjoyed our bingo night sorry i wasn't listening to you as usual bro <laughs> um yeah man i loved our bingo night uh, as usual uh our boy our boy uh, Nate Peterson won him another set of tickets. I'm now thinking he's stuffing the box and cheating, possibly, but not able to prove it. So my man got himself some uh, some more soccer tickets. It was uh, it was good to see uh, the 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 nice group of ladies. I, th- I believe the Burroughs Girls Club group. Burroughs girl, they were Burrow girls gang. for sure. Yeah, they were gang gang in there throwing up gang signs in there. So it was like a dangerous spot to be that night for sure. But uh, no, man, it was fun. We had a had a blast as as we traditionally do. Yeah. Uh, today we've got a lot of stuff to cover. We've got inside and outside the NHL. We're talking the NHL All Stars. We. <clears throat> We've got the NFL playoffs, and we got games of the weekend, much, much more. Uh, so, how you doing this week, dude? Doing good, man. I think I'm I'm, I'm answering the right question now, Bob. I am. Yes. I'm, I'm allowed to say I'm Maybe. doing good. Okay, I'm doing good. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, man. I uh, had a had a had a blast at uh, your mom's house the other night. You know, always getting the uh, getting the crab cakes and the the she crab soup. Always, uh, always a, a fun time, man. Uh, NFL playoffs. This snow has been great, brother. I've been, uh, been, we've been oh, enjoying yeah. it. You know, Harper's been enjoying it. I've uh, been having some, you know, we went over to, uh, to, uh, her uncle's across the street and, you know, had some beers out in the, out in the snow. It's nice. You know, it's a nice little fun, nice little fun thing. What I don't get oh, yeah. is, you know, people are, I don't get, I could never live in a place with all this snow. How do you get warm? You just wear the appropriate clothing yeah they would just have and the go in and go inside occasionally to wear right right like you just i mean we were in minneapolis and like for that week and granted it was it was it was cold like cold setting. yeah but i mean you just wear like under armor dude and you just layer appropriately and like make sure none of your skin is seeing you know is seeing that wind or whatever yeah. so man you know we uh we uh always enjoy a nice little snow day like this so um what do you got rocking, brother? You got a you got a fit check going on? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, just uh, rocking my you know my lazy house clothes. So I've got uh slippers on, my my sleeveless uh tee, and just a sounds uh not I almost said a national sounds hat, a national SC hat on. Uh, just just kicking it. But yeah, man. Uh, to your point about you know, I was out. Uh, Meg and I were outside last night, right before the sun went down, with the dogs, just kind of playing with them because they don't they don't get to see this that often. So we went out, you know, threw snowballs with the dogs, and I literally just 
threw on some boots, some sweatpants, gloves, and a hoodie. Like, and I was fine. As long, really, as long as you got gloves on, because your hands get real cold. And other than right, that, like, right. it's, like, yeah, it's cold, but it's not like, oh my god, this is the coldest it's ever. You keep been. the hands cold. Like you keep the keep yeah. the head cold. You keep the toes warm. You know, keep those three things warm. You can pretty much stay warm. Like, you know, like people are like watching the football game. Why do they have sleeve no sleeves on? Because that's not what matters, dude. It doesn't. Nobody's ever been like, dude, I I can't. I can't get warm because I can't get my forearm warm. Like, no, bro, you just yeah. got a you just got warm, a cold forearm now. Like, it's all good. Your hands yeah. are good. Your feet are good, bro. Your head's warm. Like, you're fine, dude. Yeah. Uh, how about you, man? What you got for fit check today? Oh, yeah, man. I just, uh, you know, had to do it. We missed last week, so I had to do it in honor of my boy, Nick, Nick Saban. Uh, had to wear the, uh, hey, Nick, you got a second? Because now he's got all the seconds in the world. Uh, because yeah. now he is sitting at home. I honestly, you know, we'll talk about it, but I don't believe it until, until, you know, until the game and the, the, the plays <laughs> out, like, I'm just like, I'm just fearing like midway through the season, they've lost him a couple. And then like out of the tunnel yeah. comes and it's Nick Saban with a, with a steel clipboard. And he's just back, baby. He's just God. Oh, and <laughs> right behind him. Ric Flair. Woo. Just you know, like I'm like no. Uh, he just so, comes uh, out so and gives that. a stone cold stunner, and then uh, and then you know going with uh, since I can wear it right now, my my uh, Purdue hat that I got from the uh, the game up there. You can wear it right now because it's not tournament time, Bob. This is a dope hat to be wearing right now, man. You know what I'm saying? Zach Eady looking strong, <laughs> dude. Another you know national player of the year, maybe uh, another. I, I can just imagine what 16 or 15 seed uh, team is going to be beating them here in just a couple months, man. Like we're right <laughs> around the corner, dude. Hell yeah. But all right, let's uh, jump into inside the boards. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. All righty, Mark Andre Fleury takes second place in all-time wins with win number five hundred and fifty-two, and he did it in style while getting his seventy-fourth career shutout. Uh, obviously, Mark Andre Fleury, future Hall of Famer, uh, with the Wild. Uh, I mean, hey, he still got it a little bit. He's, he, you know, he still got a little something, something going on in that tank. Yeah, uh, I mean, he still—he's a Vesna winner, Bob. He still is a Vesna winner for sure. Uh, we can always say that. Uh, no, he's killing it still. So that's a, that's a team that needed uh, needed a little jolt too, dude. The Wild have been kind of falling. Kaprizov's been out. He's now back. I know that my fantasy teams are are all uh, clamoring and chomping, uh, champing at the bit to get him back in there because he was uh, having a pretty good season before he went out on uh, on injury. So, yeah, man. Uh, Flurry that second place all time. That's five fifty two and uh, seventy four shutout. I think we've talked about this before, but obviously, very easily first ballot Hall of Famer, right? I mean, even per, even 100%. with the fake Vesna that he has, uh, one of the greatest goaltenders uh, of all time, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, easily first ballot. Uh, <laughs> Niskuchkin with the Avalanche. He has entered the player assistance program. Um, I don't have the full story. I know there was an update with him. You know, the league, I think the league suspended him for some stuff. 
Uh, but I believe he entered for alcohol abuse. I'm not sure what stuff surrounding that. So he'll be out for several weeks at a minimum. Um, and that is about all the news. From, uh, and uh, oh wait, uh, um, wait yeah, wait. I, I, I didn't juniors. get it on the dock. Yeah, the U.S. men. Uh, well, I'm sorry, say men. The U.S. boys juniors uh, team wins the gold in the World Junior Championship. Uh, they downed Sweden uh, six to two. I believe they're the host country. Is that right, Bob? Yeah. Uh, so uh, sixth, so, yeah. sixth in uh, sixth in history, or uh, the sixth gold medal in history of the U.S. But they were definitely the underdogs. We were talking about that with uh, with with Nate. Um, different Nate. A little bit of a dramatic and, ending there. In the end uh, well. very, yeah, very a lot, lot of drama. Uh, he he showed us he showed us the hit from that old boy dude. Just looked like a grown man coming Ooh. across the middle, laying Ooh. him out. So yeah, he is a uh, man. He, he, oh, a yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, we, they're, they're the I call, I'm calling them boys, Bobby, because I think they legally are. I think every single one of them could just absolutely uh, straight up just murk us, dude. They would just be they would just beat the crap out of us, and they would say. And they would say something dumb, like they would gritty away or something. You know what I'm saying? Like they would, just, they would be like, <laughs> yeah. "No cap," and like gritty away from our our, our mangled bodies. So, uh, yeah. But congrats to uh, to the U.S. Maybe that's uh, you know, sign. Hey, we're going, we're coming back, baby. We're going to start winning golds in the Olympics again. <laughs> uh oh yeah. All right, let's move to outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. The NFL playoffs are upon us. Uh, we are one day removed from the last day of the wild card weekend. And what a wild card weekend it was. We had uh, Tampa just obliterating Philly in spectacular fashion. We had the Cowboys absolutely choking on national television. I say those two first because, as a Commanders yeah, fan, it is—it brings me so much happiness. I mean, that uh, <laughs> it's about as good as it can get during playoff time for a Commanders fan, isn't it, Bob? I mean, yeah. this is—you what yeah. more could you ask for? And some would say, "Well, here's the you thing. just want your team to be in it." Well, look, you got to be realistic for what you want yeah. during playoff time, okay? Like. And let's be real here. Commander fans knew going into the season what we were about. All right. We stood on business of what we were about. All right. We were a mediocre team that got a couple solid wins, but ended the season bad. We fired the GM. We knew what was going to happen. And so we had no expectations. Philly and Dallas had expectations of the Super Bowl the entire season. And guess what? They're at the golf course only one week after us. I mean, <laughs> so at the end of the day, all we did was get a better tea time. So. Who's the real winner here? Yeah, yeah. It's us. I mean, yeah. That's a that's a way to look at it, Bob. And for we sure. and we get a good draft pick. They they get shitty draft picks. Yeah, and it they was, have nothing to show for it. It was absolutely insane. Uh, I mean, uh, the Dolphins. The Dolphins had a real shot. If it wasn't, I mean, they got to play in like negative yeah. five. I saw the vi- you see all the videos of like guys getting like the smart waters out of the fridge where they yeah, used to freezing. keep them cold. And then it get it and it the freezing immediately warm. upon coming out of the place that it's been <laughs> yeah. held to keep cold. Like that's why, like 
basically saying like, hey, you want to have a warmer experience here in Kansas City? Get inside of this refrigerator and it will warm you up. <laughs> because yeah. because it's like a sauna. This, this is warmer uh, than you're getting outside. So yeah, uh, yeah. Miami is now 0-11 in games that are uh, below 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, I uh, wonder Which why. really, you know, people, yeah, people always say, oh, you know, the frozen fish thing, that's not all that true, but, but it is. I mean, let's be honest here, dude, you know, and people so, like some coaches don't want to talk about the weather. The weather plays a massive role in football. Yeah. Games, whether all, you like it or not. Obviously these coaches are game planning for that and preparing for that, but you just don't want to say it. You know, you just don't say the quiet part out loud, but the, but the, I mean, it's why it's why Tom, I mean, Tom Brady loved the cold weather. Uh, I mean, think there was like a couple quotes from him like hey you know, like most people's brain shuts down when it's that cold like it's just get to that next point he's like and mine didn't and that's what made him better in those those cold weather yeah. games so to say it doesn't have a have, have a factor i mean these are these these chiefs have done this continuously so much you know so much and it's hard yeah every single aspect of ever of, of the football game becomes harder the the football's harder it hurts more it's harder, yeah. you know, that hit, that hit that normally when you would just pop back up on, it stings a little bit more. Uh, and, and I think that Kansas City, you know, also being the better team was just the more prepared team uh, as well. Yeah. She Rice looked great. I think people were sleeping on Kansas City a little bit just because, you know, this whole season, they weren't really the Kansas City that we knew. And the fact is they showed up when they had to show up. Which Absolutely. Is, you know, but I don't know that there's so. I don't know that there was any other AFC team. Uh, that that could have that couldn't have gone in there and beat beat Kansas City, you know. And in normal circumstances, the Dolphins may have had the edge, but uh, but they definitely have been there before and locked it up for the game. They've been. I think uh, Buffalo could have gone in there and beaten that Kansas City team. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, a lot of the teams could. I feel like I feel like with the way that that Houston team looked, uh, they could have gone in there and beaten that. Oh, beaten I thought them. you were saying that no other AFC team could. No, no. I'm saying oh, okay, I'm okay. saying that uh, I'm saying that it literally was probably the best draw for them in terms of yeah, like yeah. the teams oh, yes. going in there and having to play there. Uh, I think you know Miami was at a, at a much bigger disadvantage than if, like you said, the 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 bills were to not win that division and they got to go uh, in there. I, I feel like the bills yeah. team looked, looked real good. Yeah. Miami was going to be screwed either way because no matter how the dice fell, they were either playing Kansas city or they were playing Buffalo and Buffalo. There was like uh, before the last, uh, before they, the kickoff, they could have the last won, weekend. There was no, they could have won. Yeah. They could have won the, uh, won the division. If somebody, but it wasn't lost. in their own hands. Yeah, it wasn't in but their as far hands. As like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but as far as what, it, as far as their destiny in their hands were concerned, it was either play at Kansas City or play at Buffalo. So they were like, "Well, shit, all right." Yeah, and least, I think I think, I think Kansas City was actually. I think Buffalo was actually warmer. <laughs> that and you'd probably rather play at a place you're more familiar with, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's just the general consensus that I would think. Like, hey, yeah, it's it's both are going to be cold as shit, but we've at least been to here before and you're not trying to like reacclimate and get, you know, you've already, yeah, already been there that yeah. year even. So, uh, but yeah, yeah what a, but, what a great um, wild card weekend. Some other games that we didn't talk about, uh, Houston, just oh, dismantling so Cleveland. Smash, dude, CJ Stroud. And looks then, so good, dude. He looks so good. And then I think the most competitive game of the weekend, Los Angeles and Detroit. And I like what I saw from Detroit. I, I think that was a, emotional game for a lot of those guys yep. i think now they got the monkey off their back they've won that 
first playoff game in against 32 Stafford, years. Against Stafford, no less. Yeah. I mean, that's that was a great win for the city. Uh, and I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh man, the, the Detroit just barely pulled that out. That was a good hard fought game top to bottom there. Yeah. The it, it's one of those hard to say, Hey, the, you know, the better team won for sure, because that's the team who won, you know, that's the team who scored more points yeah. uh, in that, yeah. in that game. So yeah. Now they take on, uh, uh, Tampa and I, I think, I think that's a great draw for them. I think that they're going to beat this Tampa team. I think it's going to be close, but I, I, I like Detroit. I said it before we started recording, but I think Detroit is going uh, is going to be is going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. From what I they absolutely, I think absolutely. I, would, I can't now. I'm I'm excited to see what San Francisco shows. We didn't get to see them this last week. Excited San Francisco could go out there and dismantle Green Bay, and that could change my mind. Or, or or the the kid goes in there and gets it done. Uh, the the Green Bay Packers looked really good, man. Just yeah, like they did. really, really yeah, they good uh, against a a really stout Tampa defense. Uh, I could see, I could absolutely see the 49ers wait, going in there and taking care of you're business. Talking, wait, uh, Green Bay played Dallas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They played a great defense. I'm saying San Francisco oh, okay. has a great defense also, but I mean the Dallas defense was the creme de la creme all year. Oh, okay. Um, and. I could see I could see San Francisco handling business, but I really liked what I saw out of Green Bay. I will probably be throwing a few bucks on that money line. Yeah, I think Baltimore walks out. Uh, I think Baltimore easily goes up into the next round. I don't. I don't. I just think Houston's good, but not good enough to go in and beat this ball, this amazing Baltimore team. Yeah, it's definitely a, a difference of the, Lamar will be able to match blow for blow. Uh, but also, you know, not playing at the not playing at a home stadium, it also makes a difference. Not a dome, you know. You're out there in the weather. That one team is more yeah. prepared for that. Uh, makes a huge difference of going in and playing, you know, playing in that that dome environment um, versus going into going into to M and T Bank Stadium and uh, and and having to battle uh, the number one overall seed. So. I could absolutely see them doing okay. I'm I'm with you though. I don't I don't think this one's this one it would be the most surprising to me of all the matchups uh, if it goes that yeah. w- that way. Yeah, I'm really excited to see this Bills Chiefs game. I think that's going to be. Uh, I don't know. I think that the AFC. I think honestly, this is one of the first times I'm looking here and saying, yeah, I, I kind of hope the Lions and Baltimore go, but there's not a team in here that I don't think could could make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Houston would be a long shot, but everyone Tampa else would be they a, look Tampa like would real be a long shot for me as well. I think they got they but not yeah. they came up on a good matchup against uh uh a dwindling Philly team without AJ Brown. I you know I I hey they're you know all the props to them. I'm not I'm not hey I just feel like I feel kind of that way that I just don't I don't see their path uh, to get there, but that being said, yeah. uh, I didn't see their path of making it into the playoffs this year. So what do I know? Uh, they could absolutely be yeah. the representative for the Super Bowl, but uh, I think g- having to get through Detroit and then either Green Bay or San Francisco, that's that seems far fetched to me. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, but all right. So uh, do we want to get our official predictions in for the Super Bowl before we move on? Sure. Yeah. I think you just made yours. I think you're you're going Baltimore, Detroit. 
I'm going to go with yeah. Buffalo. If you want to type yours in, I'm going to go Buffalo. Well, what? okay, so I, I want to clarify. What Beforehand, I said I would like to see Detroit. Oh, sure. Baltimore. I don't think that. I, sure. Yeah, I, I think I, I my official, if choice, I was actually, yeah. yeah. You know, I, that's what I would like to see. I think my official prediction would be, see, I really want to see San Francisco before I say anything. But because I haven't yet, I'm going to say Buffalo Green Bay. Buffalo Green Bay. I'm going Buffalo Detroit. And then I take uh, Buffalo winning it. Yeah, I'm going to go with Buffalo winning it as well. I'm going to say they win. Uh, 41-27. I'm going to go 27-16. All right. All right. So uh, that takes us into our next portion. I forgot this wasn't our main topic. Uh <laughs> And out there outside the NHL news, we've got uh, Nick Saban out, and DeBoer ooh, 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 is in. Ooh, ooh. Is that is that his name? Is, yeah. is DeBoer, right? DeBoer. Yeah. Okay. I, I was thinking Pete DeBoer, and I was like, uh. Terrible um, hire. But, Terrible hire. <laughs> yeah. Terrible um, hire. Are you saying that as an Auburn fan, or are you saying that as. I'm saying that as, as, as a team that can go out and get anybody in the country and the world that they want and dump any amount of dollars on their on their step. I think it was hasty and I think it was the wrong choice. I could be wrong. Uh, I'm just hoping though. I'm hoping it's the right choice for, as you're saying, as an Auburn fan, I was trying to actually be unbiased, Bobby. I think it's a great hire as an Auburn fan. I I love it. I hope it works out exactly as I think it's going to work out as an Auburn fan. Uh, Cause I'm rooting for nineties, nineties Bama football, Bob. That's all I want, dude. That's all I want oh. is I want everybody that became Alabama bandwagon football fans over the course of the past 17 years and never got to know what it was like to be a true Bama fan or like the rest of us being fans of, of one thing or, an, or another. I want to see if those people are still Alabama fans. If we get, if they get a, if they get a nineties run. Uh, now how, how angry are you going to be if he actually comes in and goes back to back or something like that? Not angry. I mean, as angry as I would be at any, and if, if Nick Saban <laughs> was still there and he won back to back, I mean, the thing is it's, it's a hard job to mess up. You know, like, but it's hard following the king like that. You know, you got to have immediate success. Uh, I hey, I, yeah, I could first, be absolutely uh, the first wrong. Uh, coin flip that Alabama loses, they're going to be calling for. That's head. what I. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. Yeah, I, 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 I have. I don't wish ill upon the man, other than the fact that he's about to be Alabama's football coach. I have no, uh, no problems with DeBoer uh, in general. And I mean, like I said, he's not a bad football coach. He absolutely could go in there and coach those guys up, but they're already, they're already having, uh, you know, five-star prospects that are decommitting and going elsewhere. Uh, uh, Nick Saban was a big reason that folks came in, came and played football there. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if he can continue, uh, that process, um, 
as he goes as he goes in there. Like I said, hope he doesn't. Yeah. Wish him all the success as a, as a person outside of when you have that job, dude. I hope that you fail miserably, dude. I hope yeah. that I, I hope think... that you fail so bad you can't get another coaching job. I'm sorry, dude. I'm so sorry to say that to you, but I hope that's how bad Alabama looks. I was really, really hoping that they somehow that things would line up where they bring in Lane Kiffin because I just think that's what that everyone needs. <laughs> I think everyone just needs to see that performance of Lane Kiffin there at Alabama. Um, no, that's that too been... easy. That's too easy for <laughs> Alabama because then that's a really easy money scapegoat. Just, just scapegoat him in a year or so. Uh, DeBoer is, you know, you've gone out and you've, you, you've sought him out and grabbed him. I mean, Lane Kiffin was just the guy waiting at the door, hoping to get the job. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's <laughs> like, Oh, you guys are hiring. Like, <laughs> he just kind of shows up. He just, day every day, dude, he just comes him. in, he like comes in, he gives his resume. He's like, Hey guys, in case you're ever looking, dude, they're like, we're not. <laughs> and then like the day that the, that. He announced his retirement. He's like, "Oh hell yeah, today's the day!" And they're like, "No, we're not looking, dude." They're like, "Uh, we we're uh, we're not home. We're, we're hiring we're hiring DeBoer from Washington." <laughs> Shit, damn! Is that just because you're looking at a picture of him right now? Uh, it's like, no, is that because you got the not. game on right now? Did they just bring him on the screen? Like, <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> uh that and it was um, there was like because i have i have a decent amount of alabama friends the when the news dropped that they interviewed butch jones the just the worry the worry some mm. that they all had there for a little bit they were all stressing out a little bit they're like wait a second why is butch jones name anywhere near alabama right now <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh dude brick by brick you <laughs> just <laughs> Alabama tells nobody who they hired. They're like, "Hey, it's going to be a surprise day 1, dude. We're just going to show up." And then out out of the tunnel runs Butch Jones, dude. I don't know. I don't know that uh, that I could be a happier person. That would be better yeah. than LeBron's yeah. decision, dude. That that would yeah. that would He just goes up to the mic stand, event. but he just adjusts the mic for the person who's actually coming up to. Oh. <laughs> And then it's Lane Kiffin, dude. And Lane Kiffin, <laughs> they soften the blow by like, hey, yeah. it's Lane Kiffin, but at least it's not Butch Jones, dude. Yeah. So, to be fair, everyone would be like, oh, okay, we can deal with this because at least he's going to okay. bring some entertainment. All right. Everybody just just hide your sisters and like all the boosters, just hide your wives, dude. Yeah. And we're going to be fine if, yeah. uh, you know, but Butch Jones, that's a. That would be the sleeper agent move, dude. If like Saban just, hey, on his way out, he told the Alabama leadership, he's like, I'm tapping, I'm tapping my guy, dude. And it was, and it was Butch <laughs> Jones, dude. Just <laughs> like, uh, and you have to give it to me. I gave you guys six natties. So I'm basically royalty. And if you don't hire my candidate, I'm going to the streets and I'm going to run. Yeah. And I'm, Do you think, go ahead. go ahead. No, you got it. Uh, I was going to say, do you think that there was a group chat between Bill Belichick and Nick Saban? Like, they were just like, no, you go first. Nah. No, you go first. No, right, same you go time, first. dude. Same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Belichick, Belichick really needed him to retire because, I mean, Belichick was finna get fired. So <laughs> he's like, come on, bro. He's like, I'm going to quit too, dude. It's like, it's going to look like I'm fired, but that's because I want to make Robert Kraft feel good, dude. Yeah. Robert Crafts like endings that are happy. Everyone knows that. Uh, but all right. So 
Uh, we've, well, Belichick is out as well. Jared Mayo taking over. Um, some people don't realize this, but a couple of years ago, uh, when they did some con- uh, contract restructuring in Jared Mayo's contract, it was set that he would take over for Bill Belichick upon Bill's uh, no longer being in that position for whatever reason. So they didn't have to go out and look for somebody. It was immediate. Hey, Jared, you're up. So with that said, he could be there for a year. Uh, really, I think he's just a temporary coach. I would be surprised if he becomes long term. Obviously, he can earn that spot. Sure. But uh, with, with the weapons they have, I don't really see this being a long term thing. I think this is just a transitionary period. for the Patriots. Yeah. Chargers job is open. I think probably one of the more desirable locations, even though they're about thirty nine million over the cap this year. Uh, they have one thing that a lot of places don't have, Bob, and that's a quarterback. Uh, one of the one of the harder, harder aspects to find. Uh, they'll be interviewing a few uh, different assistants. Panthers job. Uh, you know, they fired Frank Reich midseason and had an interim candidate in there. Uh, not a desirable job unless you like a lot of money. Uh, if you like money and are willing to deal with a bad roster with no first round pick, then this is your spot, dude, because David Tepper will throw the cash flow uh, at whoever decides to come and take that, that job. Um, no first round pick because of your, your quarterback that you drafted. And that quarterback doesn't seem to be too terribly promising. Um, let's see who Ron Rivera out. Ron Rivera's out. Uh, I think that could be a pretty decent job. I think, uh, especially if the guy, you got a guy coming in willing to, uh, stick with Sam Howell and be able to add to a different, yeah. uh, different area instead of coming in and needing to get a quarterback. I think that'll definitely be, I think that was, yeah, I think the how Sam Howell was handled was a, was a shame. We had a young guy who had showed some promise, but they kept, messing with who was the starter week in and week out and it just you're not going to win like that um but they i didn't think really Adam pull Peters, the rug the they didn't really pull the rug out from under him until the very end of the season and he actually ended up starting that game anyway um yeah but uh i i agree i think that you can get another year with him uh him there and you got i got decent receiving core decent uh decent skill position there so so. commanders do have the number two overall pick i mean this draft class is gonna have about five solid elite quarterbacks yeah for Um, sure i mean caleb williams is gonna be gone more than likely um and that's you know at least i would say well him and his agent made it clear he doesn't want to play in chicago so i don't know what's gonna happen with that because he threatened uncommitting from the draft if if chicago unless chicago says not that they're not going to take him yeah well they can um, just say which that. i don't want him coming to washington because they're just going to ruin his career yeah i mean yeah but if you're washington and you want that guy you move up right there you just you just switch up um grab that I, i'm with you uh, it would be a hard a hard fall to see um uh, that I think the Cowboys probably be looking for a new coach. What do you think? Uh, Jerry Jones has been there before. He might keep them, but um, yeah. But the biggest, the biggest. I, um, uh, let's be let's be honest. The biggest uh, news and the most ridiculous news: uh, Mike Vrabel out in Tennessee. Uh, that is the silliest. I think Vrabel will have his pick of the litter for a lot of these jobs. Uh, one of the best 
firings was definitely Arthur Smith out in the out in Atlanta. Obviously, that needed to happen. Um, yeah. Anywhere you see anybody specific landing, I'm sure that Tennessee. Uh, we're actually putting together. I've heard talk, Bob, that Tennessee's putting together the first ever co-coaching trio. And we're going to go get Arthur Smith. We're going to get Adam Gaze. And we're going to get Josh McDaniel, dude. And they're going to be, they're all going to be the head coach in one tandem. Because I feel like it wouldn't be the Tennessee Titans unless you gave up a good coach um, after, after, having a bad GM that really hampered his ability to coach. If you didn't go out and get the worst coach, but that's not the Titan style. Let's get all three of the worst coaches. So that's just my thought process, Bob. I don't know how you feel about it, but if that was the Titans, that would definitely be something that I'm looking to pursue. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I answering the serious part, which is Mike Vrabel. Even I was never a big Mike Vrabel fan. I don't think he was, I think it was very clear he was never happy in Tennessee. I think he wanted out. And frankly, I think that all he, some of the stuff he was requesting was was fine and stuff that the GM should have given him. But there was some other stuff that it's, it sounds like he was just making demands after demand, knowing that some of them would not be met so that he could use that as a reason and as why he wouldn't want to stay. Yeah, maybe so. Um, I, I, don't th- I, I don't think that he was ever going to stay in Tennessee. I think... Um, it's hard to Tennessee t- fans need to realize that Mike Rabel abandoned you and that you need to. Yeah, it's get hard off to tell. It's bit. hard to tell when you had for three years, you had a GM that made two notable day one and day two picks and Jeffrey Simmons and one. And, and that's a pick that people thought he shouldn't have done because of certain things that, that Simmons had done previously and AJ Brown, which doesn't count when you trade him for Traylon Burks, the the amount of day one and day two draft capital that was like, I was thinking it was like 15 day one and day two draft pick. You know who Christian Fulton is? Yeah. Nobody does dude, because he was, he's a day two, he's a second round guy for, uh, for John Robinson. So while I feel that it's hard to, it's hard to say, oh, I cannot see why this guy wouldn't be happy with it. You know, like, oh, don't get me wrong. The GM situation in Tennessee is horrible, but I think that it's a, per- it was a perfect storm of a shit show where you had a GM who's bad and a coach who didn't really want to be there. And, you know, he, he saw, you know, I think the moment he saw that the writing was on the wall, that Belichick was gone, he wanted to be with his buddy, Robert Kraft. That's all he wanted. It was very, I mean, and so I think, I think once Jared Mayo's contract is up because they were obligated to bring him as head coach, I think uh, the Patriots will bring in Mike Rabel and, you know, the, it'll be happily we'll ever after for him and Robert Kraft to ride off into the sunset together. We'll see because, I mean, it, it really it will really depend on what job Rabel, Rabel goes and gets now. Uh, if... Uh, you know, the Patriots organization, I don't know that anybody ever looked at that as the, as Kraft's baby. And, uh, you know, you know, he's not George Steinbrenner. Uh, that was that, that, uh, culture was put into place by Bill Belichick and to a large extent, Tom Brady and not, it's not a Robert Kraft culture, you know? So I'm interested to see if the, the so Patriot as of three continues. hours ago, um, as of three hours ago, Mike Vrabel is the favorite to replace uh, Nick Sirianni in Philadelphia. Um, obviously, Sirianni has not lost his job yet, sure. but uh, 
It looks it, it, from, from sources within the industry, as this says, that is looking promising and that uh, Vrabel uh, is most likely to be heading there. Yeah, and I think Vrabel is, a, you know, with the team and a roster can go win a Super Bowl there. Uh, I liked his style of coaching. It was, you know, it just seemed like guys wanted to wanted to play for him. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, you know, maybe this he goes and falls on his face there in Philly. I'm sure you're hoping he does. I, I've had a – I just had a similar backlash about the Nick Saban <laughs> replacement. So I, I can understand, Bob, that uh, now you – now you're twofold on board with uh, him being terrible. So you're no longer a biased person. We can talk about, we can talk to this about, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have an, let, let's be clear. I don't have an issue against, uh, Rabel. I think, no, he's no, a I'm just saying you said person. you didn't think he was a great yeah. coach. So, I mean, now you can double. I didn't think he was a great coach in Tennessee. I think he's a great coach at, with the right fit. I just don't think it was a right. Well, fit that was the only place he ever coached. His, so. Yeah. Well, I just, from what I've seen, I feel, felt like his style would fit in uh, elsewhere. He he, but I think in Philly he, I think his style would work in Philly with good brass, good players. Well. <laughs> good players, that the style, Bobby. Oh, you have a you have an MVP quarterback and good good roster, good receiver. You can win football games. <laughs> uh, but all right, so uh, let's see. Up next, we'll talk about our main topic of the day. That is the twenty twenty four NHL All Star Games. Uh, they will be happening. February 1st through the 3rd, hosted by the Maple Leafs in Toronto. So if you're going to those, hopefully you are a billionaire so you can actually afford to do anything out there. Hmm. Um, the All-Star Draft is returning and will happen Thursday, February 1st. Uh, let's see. The skills competition will have a revamped format and take place on the 2nd. And the game, the All-Star game will finish off the festivities on Saturday, February 3rd. We have got a couple of the All-Star teams uh, of nominees and these have not been finalized it looks like uh but i'll I'll run through the eastern and then you can take the western um over in the eastern we've got david pasternak jeremy swayman uh rasmus dahlin sebastian aho boone jenner alex debrinkit sergey Bobrovsky, sam reinhardt nick suzuki jack hughes matthew barzal igor shesterkin brady to chuck travis konechny Sidney crosby nikita kucherov mitch marner Austin Matthews, William Nylander, Morgan Riley, Tom Wilson to round it out. And uh, over in the West, we have Frank Vitrano, Clayton Keller, Elias Lindholm, Connor Bedard, who will most certainly be replaced uh, via injury. Uh, Alexander Gorgiev, Kale McCarr, Nathan McKinnon, Jake Ottinger, Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid, Cam Talbot, Kirill Kaprizov. Philip Forsberg, who is having a phenomenal season, by the way. Tomas Hurdle. And, and they just announced the pregnancy. He, Philip Forsberg's pregnant. Yes. That's, he's probably going to be out. It's miraculous. He's probably going to be out in the All-Star <laughs> game then. That's unfortunate, dude, to derail no, he, a great he said, season he like said he's He said he's going hard and he's going to play. I'm all for people uh, having babies, so. but why would you do it right here in the middle of the season, dude? You're going to derail this <laughs> career year you're having, dude. Uh, anyway, Tomas Hurdle, Robert Thomas, Oliver Bjorkstrand, Brock Besser, Thatcher Demko, Quinn Hughes, JT Miller, Elias Pettersson, Jack Eichel, and Connor Hellebuck. Uh, basically a list of who's who for sure. Uh, you definitely see some that it was odd. Elias Lindholm not having a great season. Uh, he is there because he is the Flames represented. Every team has to have one. 
Uh, definitely yeah. should be Blake Coleman, in, in my opinion, there in that spot. Uh, not as big of a name, uh, but most certainly having a much better year uh, than than Lindholm is. Yeah. I still to this date absolutely fucking hate the fact that every team has to have somebody. If no one on your team is good enough, they shouldn't make the all-star game. It it is a blatant, non-secret way. Like they are just blatantly trying to sell all-star game jerseys. I get it. That's all they care about is they want to be able to say, hey, come get your all-star jersey with your player with a, a player from your team on it. That way they can sell them to, so that you know they gonna have a market in every city. But I just don't like the fact that they have so, like a representative from every single team. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I can I can I can get on board with that. But you definitely. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, do you really? If your team maybe is have bad, a max. Say again. But like, maybe have a like maybe say okay, you can't have more than five guys from one team. But sure. like, sure. I I mean, but like Lindholm. The flame. I mean, yeah, I don't have any specific. I don't have any particular. I'm not like against what you're saying, but I just don't have any strong thought process one way or the other. Maybe, maybe for like the skills competition and stuff. Okay, sure. Have you can find a way to incorporate all the teams into the skills competition because yeah, you want to make sales and stuff. And nobody like the skill. It's for fun. Uh, And the All Star Game, like anything and everything that you can do to revamp this All Star Game, I would I would argue that it's the. I mean, as far as the All Star Game itself, probably second worst only to the Pro Bowl, right? I mean, you get you get non competitive, not real sport, uh, uh, which is again fine. Nobody wants these guys to get hurt. but but it's they should know. put something up on the line for the for yeah. when they play. Well, obviously, I mean, you know, like what maybe say the winning does. team. You know, I mean, baseball. Well, baseball is obviously a little different, but baseball you get home field advantage. I don't know if you still do. Used to you got home field advantage. Uh, you know, National or American League for winning the All Star Game. It actually gave some real stake in it. You know, like some real like. See, I was thinking something more along the line of like, uh, the winning conference. Uh, each player, the NHL gives each player three million dollars to go to a charity of their of their choice. That sounds like so a it's lot like, of money that they don't want to spend. We've okay. already talked about how they're force feeding players onto the team <laughs> so they can sell their jersey, Bobby. And so when you give ideas, they need to be going in the right direction. You've derailed it completely because you could have said give them give each player from that conference three pennies, dude, and we're out, dude. You've already missed the you've already missed the line of what they're willing to do. Because Okay, so the losing conference, each player has to go. pay three million dollars. They have to come up with it. See, now away from the money they would have given to charity. Now you got guys now you got guys. I wonder if you can bet on the all-star game, Bob, you can't bet on NFL games or whatever, but can you bet on the pro bowl? (laughs) You know, like that's not an NFL game to be fair. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But all right. So let's see that about wraps up the, uh, uh, let's see the all-star game. Yeah, we'll do Uh, Obviously we'll bring it, we'll bring it back when it happens. So we just, yeah, once it gets finalized, well, once the voting gets done, once voting, once they introduce voting, we'll obviously put out a thing for that. Uh, let's move into games of the week. Games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch.
All right, we've got ourselves a little bit of a competition here. Uh, Brandon had himself a three and zero week. Myself a one and three. Currently, the standings is uh, I am sitting at fifteen and ten, and Bond is at twelve and thirteen. So we tossed the betting out, dude, much and I was so. able to clear my mind, bro. We tossed the money out, yeah. dude. And my head's not trying to do math, dude. It's like, hey, just get back to good old fashioned trusting your gut, you know? Yeah. Uh, but let's see. I'll start us off on Thursday, the eighteenth at eight p.m. A little bit of a late start. Uh, we've got Toronto at Calgary. Uh, I'm going to be straight up with you. I'm taking all, all the away teams, all the traveling teams okay. I'm taking this week. Weirdly uh, enough. So I've got Toronto winning this one. Weirdly enough, I'm going to flip-flop that on you, Bob. I'm taking straight home, straight homies. Is that is that how you would say that? Like, oh, just straight homies yeah, straight for homies. me, dog. Uh, Predators playing the Kings on the 18th at 9. This is Thursday. I'm going to go with the Kings here. Obviously, I kind of just gave that away by me telling you. Um, but then I think, uh, no, it's actually, we got a same time. So I'll just go into mine. My next game, I got the Red Wings playing the Hurricanes, the 19th at 6. And I'm going to go with the Hurricanes here. Uh, you know, I, I've got a, Detroit only has room for one good team, you know, right now. So as professional team, obviously, uh, Michigan just won a title. So just won them the natty. Yeah. Uh. For Friday night, it's also 6 p.m. I've got New Jersey playing Columbus, and I've got New Jersey uh, on on the road. I think they go in and they uh, they decimate this Columbus team. Yeah, yeah. If we were if we were gambling, Bob, I'm guessing you'd probably be taking the puck line on that bad boy. <laughs> easy yeah. money, easy yeah. money. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then my you- last game, it's, it's at 2 p.m. Uh, I've got. Winnipeg versus Ottawa, the red hot Winnipeg Jets still sitting number one on the power rankings. I've got them winning as they travel east to Ottawa. Excellent. I'm also, I guess we just picked Canada games for, for Saturday. Uh, oh yeah. Saturday, the 20th. Hey, eh? uh, we got that. We had 6 PM. Hey, eh? we got, we got the Maple Leafs playing hey. the Canucks. Hey, eh? and uh, obviously, as I said, I will be going with the home team, so I'm going to go with the Canucks here. All righty then. Well, let's. Uh, that takes us into our joke of the week. What are you even talking about? The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like this. I don't... Wild. I think that. I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. I'm kidding. Me. It's time for the joke of the week. All right, we head from Canada down to Texas. Uh, the only thing keeping Texas from murdering people is because they would get charged with murder, or at least that is what the governor had to say uh, when asked about why, you know, precautions they're taking against people crossing the border. He said that uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott said shooting people who cross the border is the only tool the state is not using to deter migrants because the Biden administration would sue sue the state for murder. Or as he puts murder in quotation marks. What 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 world have we come to when the government's not allowed to just shoot people, dude? I, just for no, you know, <laughs> I mean, reason. Yeah, we're not. Let's not get into immigration, but like you have to see where we pretty much as a society was like, let's not do this. That's what you know what I hate more than than this, Bobby, though, is plagiarism. 
Because isn't this, wasn't this his thing for sexual assault? Wasn't he just like, we're going to make the laws have more penalties, but like, but you do, you're not, we're not addressing the the stopping uh, of it. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. What a, what a wild, what a wild thing to say. We're not shooting them because you guys would get mad if we did. It's like, <laughs> yeah. He's that, like, but we really, he's like, I'm, I'm just letting you know though. I really want to shoot them. I really, like, I really want to shoot them. <laughs> it's like, it's like governor, we appreciate you not shooting them. I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want that message to get lost in this. But also, we don't want you to want to shoot them. The only reason you're not shooting them should not be because people are going to not want you to do that. You should also not want to shoot people. Just like in general, you're a governor of a large state whose whose state motto, mind you, the state motto of Texas, Bobby, is friendship. Okay, so so <laughs> so I just feel like I feel like we're missing a little bit of the mark. Like I'm not asking you to invite them to your governor's mansion for tea, though you may invite them there so you can sh- take them to a different area. You're you are utilizing that tactic of trafficking. Uh, you haven't gone as far as murder yet, so let's let's tone it down. Governor, just don't say that out loud. Say that at a donor meeting or whatever. Like, dude, we'd be shooting them, but yeah, you know, we yeah, can't. like we all know you don't like the thing is, you don't have to tell us. We all know you would. <laughs> we, right, there's no like, we weren't like, we weren't, no one's in here like, mm, I wonder what Governor we Abbott would do dude. in a situation What's like this. Like, what does Ja Rule think? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, like Ja Rule, what was what, he WWGAD. Yeah. <laughs> what would Abbott do, dude? What would what would Governor Abbott do, dude? He'd he'd be rolling all over the room trying to think of something. Yeah, to do. That's what I'm telling you for sure, dude. All right, let's move into what's snapping their sticks. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. Maybe Biden will do some illegal airstrikes on him, Bob. Just like, <laughs> just some carpet bombs at the governor's mansion, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's gay. Hey, hey. What, you know, we don't know how true what he what what Governor Abbott said was yeah. because you know following the law is not a hundred percent like a Biden deal. Like yeah. you know, he's so got West room. Texas look looks a lot like you. Yeah, West Texas looks a lot like Iraq. He's got he's so. got he's got some wiggle room when it comes to drones. He'll be like, dude, it was just brown, dude. How was I supposed to know that that was Texas? Yeah. And not- <laughs> he's like, if it's brown, flush it down. That's what I thought. That's what that means. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so what's that? My stick? Absolutely nothing. Listen, it, it's a snow. It's a snow day right now. We might we are on track for me to get a ten day snow uh, ten day weekend, pretty much coming off the long weekend. So I'm not going to let any negativity in on my snow day. So nothing snapped my stick today, man. Nice dude. And I've got, I've got one of our rare non-complaint complaints. Uh, you know, when we were hanging out drinking some beers yesterday afternoon, uh, it was too cold to determine if my beer was cold enough or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, Oh, is it, (laughs) is the beer too warm 
or is it just massively cold outside and like so it was hard yeah i mean so it's it's a good problem to have like obviously the beer was cold but was it cold enough like oh are all of my you know refrigerators cooling things enough so yeah it was just one of those complaints like not really sure about it gonna have to do some more research but all right everyone thanks for hanging out with us uh we'll be back next week for for brandon i'm bobby this has been pucks out podcast we'll see you all again next time peace Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.